behaviors like that, you know, learning to manage your stress during the day, because what we do during the day from the time we wake up, it's going to follow us to bed. And, and a lot of what's keeping us up at night is it's up here. It's our brain, right? Those random sure. thoughts, the, the sure. thinking. Yeah. And so it's, I look at it with my coaching as it's a holistic view of, of everything, emotional, spiritual, physical, look at the biological, you know, I'm not a, a, a medical doctor, I'm not a nurse, so I don't diagnose things, but if I feel, hey, maybe we need to talk to a doctor about looking at your sleep issues, maybe I think you might have sleep apnea, it's referring out and getting the help that you need right. so that you can get that restful sleep. Welcome to Unstoppable. Are you tired of inspiration and ready for action? Are you ready to study the process of success? My name is Ralph Graves Jr. And on this show, we will hear stories of amazing people who are not just dreaming, they're actually living the life they want. Now, if you're ready to start moving toward the dreams you know you can reach, you are in the right place. This is Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr. Welcome to another episode of Unstoppable. I'm your host, Ralph Graves Jr. So glad that um, you chose to listen to this podcast or watch this podcast or whatever forum that you're getting us. I think it's it's really neat that you chose to, to listen to me. Now, today's guest, her name is Christine. Christine, what's your last name again? Meyer. Christine Meyer. I was going to say Meyers, but Christine Meyer. Christine Meyer is a sleep coach is a sleep coach. We're gonna talk about this today. I, I found Christine on Instagram, on Instagram. And I and I asked her to be on the show and and I, she was like, all right, well, let, let me figure it out. But she's here. Christine, welcome I to am. Unstoppable. Welcome to Unstoppable. Thank you for having me. I'm very honored. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. Well, I'm glad you're here. Um, first of all, tell us all what a sleep coach is. So, just like there's coaching for anything else, you know, weight management, exercise, stress, you know, there's coaches everywhere now, but uh, coaching is for sleep. Um, because let's face it, you can go to the doctor if you're having some sleep issues and you can tell you to do X, Y, Z to sleep better. Uh, you can read an article about what you should do, but it's the follow through sometimes that can be an issue. You know, we're talking about behavior change. Yeah. Um, Sleep, of course, there's there's biological aspects as well, you know, um, hormonal issues, medical conditions that can interrupt sleep. But regardless, there's always that behavioral aspect of sleep hygiene and, and lifestyle change. And it's not easy for everyone, especially as I, I never heard called sleep hygiene. This is amazing to me. Like I've never heard <laughs> of sleep hygiene, but continue, please. We'll talk about that. Sure, sure. Uh, so if we say, uh, as you may know or may have heard, you know, let's stay off our electronics an hour before bed. Yeah. So how easy is that for people these days? We're, we're connected to our phones. We're, we're sucked in by, by our phones, our computers, our televisions. So little things like that. Uh, I shouldn't say little. Um, behaviors like that, you know, learning to manage your stress during the day, because what we do during the day from the time we wake up, it's going to follow us to bed. And, and a lot of what's keeping us up at night is it's up here. It's our brain, right? Those random sure. thoughts, the, the sure. thinking. Yeah. And so it's, I look at it with my coaching as it's a holistic view of, of everything, emotional, spiritual, physical, look at the biological, you know, I'm not a, 
a, a medical doctor. I'm not a nurse, so I don't diagnose things. But if I feel, hey, maybe we need to talk to a doctor about looking at your sleep issues. Maybe I think you might have sleep apnea. It's referring out and getting the help that you need right. so that you can get that restful sleep. How important is sleep? Because and I'm going to say this to you, um, and you and I talked uh, before we hit record. We're in a society where sleep is frowned upon. You know, people go so much and I've even used the term, you know, I can sleep when I'm dead. And the older I get, the older I get, I'm realizing I'm accelerating that process if I don't get my proper sleep. How how important is sleep when it comes to just uh, just this everyday life? Like how many hours should someone get? I mean, these I got so many questions for you. I'm putting it all together. How many how many hours or, or you know? What, how is sleep very important to our immune system? Talk to me. It is, it is. Technically, uh, anywhere between seven to nine hours is what's recommended for adults. Now, we also want to look at the quality of sleep. Are okay. you in uh, bed for eight hours, but tossing and turning for, you know, two of those? Are you getting yeah. six, you know, solid hours sleep or seven? So the quality definitely uh, is a factor as well. But basically seven to to nine is what the science says. Sure. And sleep is, is rest. And that is when our body is resting and recovering. Yeah. So you mentioned the immune system. That's when our immune system is strengthened. Yeah. That's when our heart and our lungs are recuperating. So it's important for managing blood pressure. It's when our body heals, either from injury or from those physical workouts that we're doing. Uh, studies are showing that it's important for brain health. It could wow. be a factor in Alzheimer's risk that we're looking at and dementia. And it's it's when we process our emotions as well. You know, we need certain types of sleep to process trauma and emotions that we go through through during the day. So it's kind of like memory and and detoxing and and de-stressing all in one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I know one thing, I feel better when I when I sleep like I'm supposed to. I feel better around that six and a half, seven hour mark. I, I, I feel really good the next day. You know, I, I still have an early get up time, but that just means I go to bed earlier. That's all that means. That, that's all that means. I go to bed earlier. I would I would um, I, I have two grandsons and I always tell one I uh, I always tell one grandson, listen, your, your brother is going to outgrow you because he sleeps and you don't. Now, <laughs> that might be a wives tale. I don't know. But it kind of happened. I have my, my you know, um, it's that age when they're going through that growth spurt. Well, the one, they're only a year apart. The one sleeping, the youngest is sleeping. The oldest is video games, up all night, not sleeping. And he's short. And he's little. And his little brother, same parents. They drink the same food. They live in the same household. And the oldest one is little, short. Am I, right, right. am I saying that, that sleep does have a lot to do with our growth or what in children? Definitely for brain development, okay. for sure. Okay. Um, right. So they have linked um, sleep issues in children with maybe ADD, ADHD. So okay. it's definitely important for brain development and, and growth from the time that we're, we're born. Okay. Well, he's sharp as yeah. a tonight. He's just shorter than his brother. You know, the oldest brother always feels some sort of way when the younger brother gets taller. But I thought it had to do with sleep. Told him I do with sleep. 
What kind of sleep, what kind of routine? Uh, okay, let, let, me, let me ask for the person. I can't get to sleep at night. I toss and turn. I try to go to bed early. Um, I'm not on my phone. I can't get to sleep at night. Is there a routine, Coach, that you can, I'm going to get serious now for a minute. Is there a routine that you recommend um, someone could try to, to begin to do to help them fall asleep? Sure, sure. And, and everybody's different. You know, we're all going to have our own routines. Yeah. We want to think of a routine as being something that's uh, relaxing. Our body's winding down. Our brain is winding down. Because um, we talked about with technology before, we're go, go, go all day. And then we get into bed and we're thinking that we should just automatically fall asleep after a meditation or a breathing exercise. And sometimes it's not always that easy. We want to uh, I heard on a podcast, I forget the author's name, but he talked about sleep being like landing a plane. Okay. So it's something that should come gradually, you know, we're preparing for it. And again, that starts with the end of your day, you know, having that transition time between work and home, leaving work at the office. And as the evening starts to wind down, you know, sure, watch TV, be on your computer, what you need to do. But about a couple hours before bed, at least an hour, 30 minutes, even if you have to start off with, start turning down the lights, um, okay. maybe play relaxing music, read, stretch, meditate, pray, journal, do those things that are not going to be stimulating to your brain okay. so that you can calm down and, and go to sleep at night. So, so don't expect you know, kind of play around with it. Yeah. Yeah. So don't expect, I guess what you're saying to us, don't expect just to jump into bed. So that night, and when I say I go to bed at nine o'clock, that really means I've shut down everything at nine, but I, I'm not really going to sleep until 10 because you're right. It's about what it takes, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. one that, um, man, you know, my wife gets a little upset. I can go to sleep anywhere at any time. <laughs> I, when I go to bed, I go straight to sleep. Uh, as soon as I turn the TV off within five minutes, uh, Ralph can be asleep, you know, but at the same time, maybe I'm asleep, but not, REM sleep. And I want you to talk about the differences between the, the REM sleeps, uh, the different levels of sleep, if you can, if we have time. Um, because sometimes I feel like, and I can't, I, I never, I hate falling asleep with the television on. I hate that because I feel like that information is getting dumped into my subconscious. That's a whole nother conversation for another time. Mm -hmm. But I will. Now say I, I, I watched a movie that had to do with Navy SEALs or something like that. Don't you know that I'll dream about that? Oh, yeah. Don't you know the last thing I read or last thing I watch, I will dream. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. So it's not just what we're, um, it's not just the fact that we have the phone and the the TV on, it's, it's what we're watching. And I'm the same way. So I love to watch movies and documentaries about World War II in Vietnam and serial killers. I'm fascinated by it. And they don't scare me while I'm watching it, but same thing. If I watch it in the evening, I'm going to have some pretty wild, kind of unsettling dreams. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing our, what our brain can do. Yeah, so I started uh, I started reading the Bible at night. I just, you know, I pastor a church, and I just said, you know what, I know better than that. Let me just go to read some Psalms before I go to sleep. <laughs> But let's talk, let's talk about the different levels of sleep. Uh, um, are there different levels? I hear a lot about REM. I don't even know what that means. I'm right. Not just a band. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> right, right. So, 
So we go through sleep cycles uh, throughout the night. We cycle through it about four to five times. Uh, we okay. start off in that that light uh, sleep where that's about maybe like the first five, 10 minutes where you can be you know pretty easily awakened. Okay. And then we progress down into, uh, we call the stage three and four sleep, which is that deep sleep. And that's that restorative sleep. So that's where the okay. physical healing takes place, memory as well. Okay. And then we start to... Uh, progress back up through the lighter stages and then we go into that REM and REM is where is what we typically call the the dreaming um stage okay. you can dream in in some deep sleep but most of it occurs in in REM really? and so REM is more uh, again where we're processing emotions okay. uh we're taking what we've learned for the day um and, you know that we're storing that in the the deep sleep and then the REM sleep is kind of filing it away. How are we going to use that in our, our life? Does it apply to us type of okay. a thing? Okay. And if we don't get enough deep sleep, you know, it can affect that, that physical body. We don't get the REM sleep. That's when we're maybe waking up kind of cranky and moody and snapping at people the next day. When we um, don't get the REM sleep. Right. Okay. Right. So I can have and, a deep sleep and get jostled out of my deep sleep and never came back up to REM that doesn't mean I'm fully rested. That means, you know, I, I could have a, a crappy day that day. It could, yeah, especially if you have, and that's called what we call fragmented sleep, is if you keep okay. waking up, you've got to start the sleep cycle over again. So, okay. you know, wake, we all wake up. When we end these sleep cycles, we're in light sleep. So we're actually right. waking up several times a night. We just don't realize it all the time, and we go back okay. to sleep again. Okay. And, um, but we do... Um, sometimes stay awake because of, you know, again, stressors and uh, things that are going on in the, in the brain. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, over at Instagram, like I said, it's the first time I'm doing this. Um, I'm recording my podcast and I have on sleep coach, Christine Meyer. If you guys want to ask a quick question on, on Instagram, I can ask her and, and you can listen to the podcast when it goes live in, in December. But I, I did not know that. I, I thought um, that once you were asleep, you were kind of, Hey man, I got my sleep, but it, in order to have that real rest, I need to go through those different cycles. And how many cycles are there again? We cycle through about maybe four to five per okay. night on, on average. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so to get a right. real restful night's sleep and a real feeling good, I need to get, and that's why those seven hours is pretty important. Right. Right. And also if you, if you look up, you know, the sleep cycles, let's say you, you Google it, you'll see that we experience more deeper sleep in the earlier hours of night, not as much REM later in the evening, you know, midnight between 2 AM we're getting, and until we wake up, it's less of the deep sleep and more of the REM. Okay. So again, that's where not staying up too late um, and missing out on some of that deep sleep really comes into play. So it's that that balance of, you know, not just getting the seven hours, but making sure you're going to bed at a, a time that's that's best for your body so you can get that deep sleep. Well, let me ask you this. Does does napping count? Now, napping is important, I know. So I know I'm going to watch the fight. The fight, I'm out on the East Coast. For some reason, the main event doesn't, doesn't come out till midnight. Now, I know there's no way in the world I'm going to stay up till midnight. I just, I'm not. So, and get my rest, right? And so me taking a nap earlier, waking up. Now, I've broken the cycle, and I'm just processing this in my head. I've broken the cycle. But now I say to myself, I could stay up later because I took a nap earlier. That's still, I mean, that might, I might feel physically good, but that really doesn't give, does that really give my body the rest that it needs in, in the, in the cycles we're talking about? 
You know, it, it can. They've actually done studies with pilots who are going to be doing, you know, long flights and having them nap earlier um, in the day so that they can be more alert during flights. And it can be helpful. Okay. Is this something you want to do every single, you know, all the time? No, mm -hmm. but, you know, every once in a while, something like this will come up. You want to watch your fight. You're going to strategically nap so you can stay up. And yeah. yes, you might be more more tired the next day. But, you know, every once in a while, you know, we got to live life. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. I, I'm not against naps, but I'm not a huge um, advocate of, of of naps. I mean, I've taken them and I've woken up and felt great and like, man, that, that was really good, you know, but I hate this is what I hate, Christine. I hate I hate laying down for a nap and waking up six hours later. That's not a nap. <laughs> I actually went to sleep. That's not that, you know. <laughs> So let, let's talk about we're in this we're in, and I, we have a few minutes left. We're in um, we're in this culture where people take a lot of herbs and teas and things that kind of naturally help them relax and fall asleep. Um, back in the day, it was just warm milk when I was growing up. You give them some warm milk, and I don't even know if that did the trick. They said it did, but now okay, I'm lactose intolerant. Now I grew into <laughs> being lactose intolerant, so I can't I can't have the milk. Are there are things. Are there so just you know? Hey, maybe. I know my wife, uh, I think it's the chamomile tea at night or something. It just helps me relax. Do these things really work or are they just, you know, um, snake oils? Or, or do you recommend anything? Yeah, you definitely can. You know, herbal teas are great. Um, magnesium has shown to be helpful. Yeah. Um, they're not a cure-all. They're not going to necessarily make you fall asleep, but can help you feel more relaxed so that you can sleep. Um you know, it's funny, I'll go on to Instagram and Facebook pages and see someone say, you know, I can't sleep. And someone says, oh, make sure you diffuse lavender oil. That that solved my problem. Someone else said, take this many milligrams of, of magnesium. And it's it's different for everybody. Right. You know, okay. there's not one size fits all. It's just like weight loss. You know, there's basic principles of weight loss that we want to follow, but everyone's going to do it in their own way. Yeah. Um, same thing with sleep. So you can't just take a pill and automatically fall asleep. I mean, you could certain pills, but you're probably not going to sleep right. well. Yeah. So there are a lot of great things that you can do in the evening yeah. to feel, you know, more relaxed. You know, as long as it's not doing your body harm, then there's no there's no harm in that. Yeah. And we're talking about natural stuff, guys. Of course, you could take some over the counter things that aren't natural to your body and whatever the case may be. But we're talking about natural sleep aids and, and why do you care to share your secret? What are some of your sleep aid secrets? Uh, my big thing is uh, about an hour before bed, I'm, I'm dimming the lights uh, okay. because you may have heard of melatonin, which signals yeah. our body that it's time to wind down and go to sleep. That's produced as the sun starts going down, okay. uh, which isn't a problem now with the time change we've had. But, you right. know, again, right. we have right. lights everywhere, not only in our house, but we can go out grocery shopping at 10 o'clock at night now. So right. that disrupts that circadian rhythm. So I make sure that I Turn off overhead lights as much as possible. Use okay. table lamps. Um, I try to turn off the TV, the computer about 45 minutes before I go to bed. Um, I do yoga. I'll do breathing exercises, prayer as well. Um, mm -hmm. I love a warm shower. Um, studies show that you do need to cool your core body temperature down in a couple of degrees, one or two degrees to be able to, to sleep well. So a warm bath or warm shower is a great way to do that. And it just feels good anyway. It's nice and relaxing. So that's what I do. Sometimes I'll read a little bit. 
Okay. So yeah, again, it's just kind of things that your brain's not thinking too much. If I do read, I try not to read books that are really getting sucked in there that are very interesting. So you do want to read things that are kind of on the calmer, maybe even the boring side. Yeah. I, I yeah. just think that, and, and it's real, you know, one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you and really educate um, the men and women, the younger men and women who are listening that we have, sleep has gotten a bad name. Sleep has gotten a bad rep over the last, you know, hustle generation, hustle, hustle, hustle. Well, there's no hustle if you can't get the rest you need. You know, we're, we're not talking, you know, sleeping all day and not producing. Um, I'm a firm believer and studies don't have to tell me that proper rest really results in proper production throughout the course of the day. Throughout the yeah, course, definitely. Throughout the productivity, the focus, how you interact and communicate with with other people, your family. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. There's like you said, there's tons of research, but we know we know when we've had a bad sleep that we're moody. We may eat crummy food. I don't know if you've noticed that it affects your appetite. There's just sure. so many things that it does affect. And that's part of my mission is I almost feel like I have to convince people sometimes that this really is important. Yeah. Um, just because, like you said, we kind of laugh about it. I went to a coffee shop not too long ago and the little coffee sleeve said, you know, who needs sleep? And I, it was funny, but at the same time, I was right. like, oh, no, it's not funny. So right. uh, and we just, we think, okay, well, I'm fine. I only had a, I didn't sleep enough, but I've got coffee and I've got chocolate and, and those other things to keep us awake. Yeah. But it ends up just being this vicious cycle. We feel crummy and yeah. um, it's about you know, learning that awareness and and just taking those little steps here and there to to make some of those behavioral changes. And if you feel like there's a medical issue as well that's affecting your sleep to to get that uh, discussed with a healthcare professional. This is our time together has been great. Now, where can where can this audience find you? How can they find you? How can they hire you? How can they find Christine Myers? What, tell us. Sure, sure. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Christine Sleep Coach. Um, I do have a website. It's under construction, though. So if you go there, it's going to say it's not safe. Um, but I do do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I can do uh, wellness workshops in the workplace. So if anyone is interested in that, I have kind of what I call it one and done, which is 60 minutes to better sleep, where we talk about your sleep habits, everything that you're doing with lifestyle, um, biological, physiological, and come to walk away with like a 30-day plan of things that you can start doing to improve your, your sleep. So you can reach out to me, message me through the, the social media realms and uh, happy to connect. I love it. I love it. Now I have a question for you. I have a question for you. What, um, two questions actually. First question is, give me one of your rules for life. Just one of your rules for life. Ooh, I would say work through the fear. Work through the fear. Wow. Okay. All right. And second question. I like to ask all my guests this. My audience knows what's coming. If you could have a billboard anywhere and it could say anything, where would it be and what would it say? Ooh. Anywhere in the world, it could say anything. Now, you already said work through the fear. It could say that too. I don't know. If it was yeah. a billboard, where would it be? in the world and, and what would it say? I think it would say, you've got this. <laughs> yeah, I need Gosh, this. Where would I put it? We need those billboards everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. You know, you always see some very interesting billboards like out driving through the desert. Just like you're out there driving, there's nothing around, you see all this billboard, it just kind of, the message kind of pops at you. So yeah, somewhere off the, the 10 freeway, way out uh, in the, <laughs> going uh, west to east there. Love it. Well, thank you for being part of the Unstoppable program. I really thank you for taking your time and enlightening us on the importance of sleep. And uh, guys, my name is Ralph Graves Jr. This has been Unstoppable Podcast. Reach out to Christine Meyer. You will find her anywhere. Christine Sleep Coach on yes. Instagram and different portals and different platforms. Please find her, download it, DM her, and uh, let's get the sleep that you need. You've been listening to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Unstoppable. If you like this show, my only request is that you share it with someone you know who needs to hear it. A huge part of the journey of success is doing it in community. So I want you to share this episode with a friend of yours. And if you want to get in touch, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Ralph Reigns Jr. with one thing you loved about this episode, and I will make sure to give you a shout out. I'll see you next week on Unstoppable.